Hello, this is Sarah, one of the Verbum Day missionaries based out here in San Francisco. In today's reflection, I was just thinking about, I don't, I don't know if you've experienced this, but I really think kids have this deep spiritual, philosophical connection. I was remembering my, my nephew a few years back, we were on, I was on holiday with my family and we were playing, he was, we were playing cards in the morning and, and his mum was, was there as well. We were playing cards and suddenly he just looked up. He was on the floor, I was on the chair. He looked up, he stopped and he said, the world is alive and we're part of it. And then he went back to playing cards again. And me and his mum, we just looked at each other with our, our mouths open wide. I think there is something, you know, just kids have this this innate spiritualness, this this deep thinker, this deep awareness within them. I remember when I when I was a kid, probably about the same age as my nephew, um, when he had that experience, I was I remember being at at school and it was the morning assembly and the head teacher, you know, always you know, always used to say, I think, or at least I've got this memory that it was, you know, the same kind of routine in the assemblies that we had to we had to close our eyes. And I was asking and I remember thinking to myself why is he asking us to close our eyes? And there was a big cross on the back of, on on the wall, on the back wall. It was a big cross. Jesus, you know, was there, this big image, at least to me as as a small child, it was this big image of Jesus on the cross. And I remember thinking, he's asking us to close our eyes because Jesus is going to come down and walk among us. And the head teacher doesn't want us to see so I was smart, so I kept one eye open just in case Jesus walked down, uh, got off the cross and was walking among us. You know, I wanted to see Jesus walking among us. And I was also thinking, I think it's funny how some things, you know, people have said to us as a kid, stay with us. You know, and it's only some things, 99% of the things, you know, we can't remember. And this morning in my prayer, one of these um these things that somebody has said to said to me came back to me so strong. And I remember, again, I'm not sure if I've got my ages right, but probably around six or seven. And I was walking in town in, in Southampton um, with an older uh, family friend. And we had just got this delicious apple pie. It was just me and this, this older family friend. And we just got this delicious apple pie. And that's what stands out for me. And maybe that's why the word she said to me later stays with me, because the apple pie was so good. And we were walking after our delicious apple pie, and we were just about to cross the road. And she crouched down and pointed up. She pointed up and she she um, showed to me, she pointed out to me, she said, if you ever get lost, look for the church spire, look for the cross. And there above all the buildings, I could see the church spire with the cross on the top. And I think, you know, it was it was helpful advice for a kid. You know, it was a sense of safety before the times of cell phones or mobile phones. There was something I could do if I got lost. I could look for the spire, I could look for the cross. But as I got older, and I remember in those moments of kind of feeling lost within me, those words came back to me. Look for the spire, look for the cross. You know, when I feel lost, where do I look to?
Many years later, I was in the in the Philippines, and I was um, in an orphanage there in the Philippines, and we spent some time with the kids there. And it was a it was a very beautiful, difficult, moving experience. But just as we were le- um, leaving, there was two of us there. Just as we were leaving, and I had a small kind of wooden cross around my neck. One of the kids that we were with ran up and came up to me and took the cross that I had around my around my neck. She kind of pulled me down a bit and she kissed Jesus on the cross and then she left. When I feel lost, where do I look to? Or again, a few years back, and now I, uh, here in, in, in San Jose, I was there in the Casa de Clara, in the Catholic Worker um, home, which is a home for homeless women and children. And one of the girls there, uh, I think she was about seven years old, um, she drew a picture of Jesus on the cross. And this, this guard obviously had a very, very difficult life. Here she was now in this in this home for for homeless for homeless women and children, but she drew a picture of Jesus on the cross, and she took every single color out of the crayon box, and she drew rays of colors coming out of Jesus, and she said, "This is how I feel when I think of God. All these colors. When I feel lost, where do I look to?" These two kids looked to Jesus on the cross. They somehow had this, this inner experience, this, this natural desire of turning towards Jesus on the cross. And as we come close, as we, we, you know, we are now close to Holy Week, we're going to be turning more and more toward the cross. And in the cross we find ourselves found held, loved, healed. Julian of Norwich, in her revelations, she has this very kind of vivid revelation, very bloody image of Jesus on the cross. But she experiences no condemnation. She experiences no judgment and this, you know, is throughout all her, her revelations. And so I'm just going to just read something just from her, um, the fifth chapter in the long text uh, from her revelation. And it's right at the beginning. And she says, At the same time as I saw this sight of the head bleeding, the head of Christ, our good Lord showed a spiritual sight of his familiar love. I saw that he is to us everything which is good and comforting for our help. He is our clothing, who wraps and enfolds us for love, embraces us and shelters us, surrounds us for his love which is so tender that he may never desert us. And so in this sight I saw that he is everything which is good. Turning towards the cross is this experience of being found of this love which clothes and wraps us and enfolds us. I think it's the experience as well of Jaime Bonnet, the founder of the Verban Day community, who at 14 years old was holding a crucifix in his hands and didn't know where God, if God existed or not. And in holding that crucifix, 
He was just filled with so much joy. This joy that he didn't know where it came from, that it must have only come from God, filled him. And he also, in that same moment, you know, had this feeling of being, of being sent out, a call of being sent out to draw close to the crucified Christ of today. So I pray that today or any day, you know, if we are feeling lost, may we turn towards the cross. May we find that sheltering love that Julian of Norwich experienced. <laughs>